Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. This is Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. The podcast where back of house Sally and front of house Marco talk food and drink. Heads up. These two spent decades in restaurants, so some mature content and language is bound to come up. Get ready for Eat and Drink. Forks up. All right, we're back. We're back. We are back. We had took a little hiatus there. Yeah, yeah, we I, did. Why? Why? Because 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 uh, you love to eat in Arkansas and Nebraska. That's right. right? That's, that's right. part of the reason. Uh, that's Marco Timpano, and that's Ali Hassan over and there. This is uh, and, Eat and Drink, the podcast. And you got your tea. I got my tea. So, my throat's a little is a little tickle in my throat. I don't mind saying. Fair enough. And yeah, and uh, yeah, I just got back from Arkansas from Little Rock. Love that place. It looks like you had some sun too. You son yeah, of a it was bitch. great. The weather was great. The food there is tremendous because it 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 kind of lies in the perfect spot for barbecue because it's influenced by all the other states around it and their barbecue. That it was like fantastic. We went to this one place called the Railway, and you can get a single spare rib if you want. Yeah, yeah. They I put like it in a that. cup. I like, like that. In my life, <laughs> I. Because every time I go eat somewhere, I'm like, oh, what if I get full here and there's another great place somewhere that I won't be able to try? You know what I mean? Yeah. Just a pig who wants to try everything. So if I could go like the equivalent of bar hopping, barbecue hopping, you know, go to one place, have a rib here, yeah. another place, a rib here, another place, just a piece of their pulled, you know, a bit of small portion of pulled chicken. I'm already sold. Yeah, that That's way all you, I needed. That way you get a taste of because I love ribs. But sometimes I, I just want a bite of a rib. So I yeah. hope that, my, you know, whoever I'm dining with has ribs so I can have one of their yeah. ribs. Yeah, but yeah. I'm usually the rib guy for my wife. So <laughs> yeah, I could, if I wanted to, I could have got just one rib. Yeah. But I ended up getting the ribs because I felt okay. like ribs that day. Okay. So this is a story about things that may happen one day in the future. This is yeah, not yeah. something you guys did. But it was nice to have that option. Okay. And I saw them serve the one rib. And, and you I was probably like, go back. Great. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah? Okay. 100%. All right. All right. We, went to, we had some great food. And I love Omaha. I just love, I just love, loved it out there. I think it's great that you're saying that. You know, you don't have a lot of people... Uh, this is not a common parlance. This is not sure. stuff you hear often. Like you know, where I love yeah. Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah. I've been around this. Uh, I've been around the block a couple of times. Yeah, never heard anybody say that. So it's nice to have sort of a fresh perspective. And it's not because it's not because people don't love Omaha. It's because yeah. not many people get to go to Omaha. No, and, and, I, and you get to eat there too. If I can recommend going to Omaha, it's got a great cultural scene, got a great food scene, beautiful to walk around. We were in the old market, but there's other areas of Omaha. It's just a great place. <laughs> Did you get a feel for how they feel about the uh, the darkies? What's, what's the take there? First of all, I'd never say that. but no, I've um, said it for you. Yeah, fair enough. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, from my perspective, Everybody was really cool. Then, then again, I was there for business, and you know, you only see so much when you're there for a few days, sure. right? But yeah, I didn't. Did you notice. see some level of multiculturalism and, and mixing of? Uh, you see anybody in a hijab? You see any uh, black uh, people with smiles on their faces enjoying their lives? I, I think I did. Yeah, I, I think did. I did. I, you a, know, it's hard, it's a hard that's question. A no, people. <laughs> Clearly, Marco doesn't look for the same things I do when he goes to a city. But I, all right, I honestly didn't think bringing up <laughs> Omaha it'd become a, about race. No, I'll I be honest. Go to City where I want to feel uh, comfortable. Honestly, you know I, mean? I think you would feel comfortable in Omaha. Yeah. They were very welcoming. I did see people of color. I did see uh, a lot of people sort of integrating and working together and whatnot, and there wasn't a problem. Certainly in the courses that I was there to work on 
or the work that I was there to work on, there was a multitude of different uh, ethnicities, and they were all having a great time. I'll do my own research. Okay, you do your research. (laughs) After all that, after all that, I still don't believe you. That's fine. That's fine. I think that's great. Now I just need a reason to go to Omaha. It's a tough sell with your wife, you know? Yeah, There's all these cities that we've been, you know, programmed to believe are the best. My wife would be like, Omaha, just go a little further. We're in... San Fran or right. LA or I mean, what, why would we stop in Omaha? You know, but look, I'm we'll not going to let you sit here and bash Omaha and insinuate <laughs> they were that, barely that they, they were barely multicultural a minute ago. They that, barely accepted your own people, and now look at you. No, listen, yes. I'm going to say this: Omaha is a great place to go to, no matter what uh, age, race, size, color you are. That's what I'm going to say. Oh about man, Omaha. maybe we write to the mayor and uh, and and say like we, my friend Marco has look a up the slogan mayor. for Do you. Do me a favor. Look up the mayor. Look him up. I'm pretty sure it's a man because in the airport they usually have like a picture of of the mayor, and I I have a feeling. I also want to go back to Little Rock for a second. So you never went to Little Rock to begin with. We're just we've been focused on. You've been focused on bashing Omaha. I've been here defending that beautiful. So when you say I loved Arkansas, you mean you only went to Little Rock? Yeah, you didn't go anywhere. No, no, no. no. Okay, I think that's enough. My God, like you're like really picking on me. I went to Little Rock and I and I really enjoyed it. And I want to say this about Little Rock yeah. and the rail yard that I was talking about. The railway <laughs> is in is in Little Rock. Wait, can I just okay. have some fun with yeah, this? Yeah, please. Not only do you have the the issues that we put on display here, the uh, <laughs> no the <issues>. mayor <laughs> the mayor of Omaha, Nebraska, Jean Stothert, a woman, first woman to hold office, oh, snap. and you won't even let her have her moment, Marco. She's the first woman to hold I, office. I'll let her have sworn her moment. in in 2013, reelected in 2017, used to be a head nurse. I mean, can you not give her the respect that she deserves? I think she's God's wonderful. Sake, Marco. I don't remember seeing her picture at the airport, so my bad. Um, but what negative things do you have to say about her? I have to say that is she, she a nurse of color? Is a she, not a he. No, a she's mayor a white of color? woman. Okay, but you said I think it's a he, and I'm like, man, she's been in power for almost ten years. For God's sake, come on, what are you doing, buddy? Can I just get back to that some math? Food? Isn't good, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> get, get back to food. All right, all right. Arkansas, let's go. Let's hear it. Uh, you're you're on a tear today, <laughs> man. You're on a tear. Um, <sighs> so you know, President Clinton is from Little Rock, right? Familiar. Okay, so he has his presidential library there. And it's awesome. I've never been to a presidential library, so I have nothing to compare it to. But from my experience, it was fantastic. I joked that I said to Amanda, wait till we go to the Monica Lewinsky wing. And she's like, that's not a joke to make here. Right. And sure enough, there was a section that dealt with that whole situation. And I was like, oh, that's pretty like it's part. It was part of his presidency. They had it there. I I just thought it was well done. Um, But the best part of it is that there's a little restaurant called 42. That is part of the uh, Clinton Library. The food there was tremendous and inexpensive. And it, as far as museums go or, you know, uh, touristy locations, yeah. one of the best I've ever been to. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And Bill was in town, even though I think the waiter kind of fucked up a bit. Because we're like, oh, Amanda, it's like, I notice on the menu here, there's not a lot of vegan choices. And I understand that Bill's... Bill Clinton is vegan. I'm is surprised. He? Yeah, that. Okay. he had like some heart bypass business that happened. And okay. after that, he became vegetarian and vegan, as far as I know. Yeah. And so Amanda kind of pointed it out. The menu didn't have a lot of those options. And she, he goes, yeah, I know. When he's in town, uh, the chef has to prepare a meal. He'll call in. Like yesterday, he called in uh, for uh, his meal, blah, blah, blah. And, he, and Amanda's like, oh, so he's in town? He's like, no, no. He was just stopping on the way to somewhere else. 
Oh. Like, yeah. Interesting fact. That's the, the Clintons have an apartment right on top of the library, okay. so that's where they hang out. So we suspected that Bill was there, but we did not see him. How do you like that? Yeah. Huh? Good, good forensic investigation you there. Know. Good. You cracked the case, guys. Also, that guy, that's why you only trust classified information with a certain level of people. Of course. Look at that. Just blurted it you out know. like a clown. When you're, when you're nice, you can get just about anything out of anyone. Hey, what's the Trump uh, presidential library going to look like, huh? That's going to um, be something. Cartoons and one book that Hitler wrote? What do you... I don't know. That's a good question, man. <laughs> it's going to just be a bag of orange shit. I don't know. I was wondering, where is he going to put that presidential library? Because it's usually where you're from, right? Yeah. So he was born in Queens. Nobody in New York wants a Trump presidential no. library. Yeah, exactly. Nah, you got to pick the... I won't even say it. Okay. Because <laughs> we probably have listeners in that town, so I'm not going to say it. You, you use your imagination. Yeah, use it. Okay. Well, Ali's drinking tea. I want to bring up the, uh, the full disclosure. You are currently not drinking alcohol. You know what I'm doing? I'm pulling what's called a Marco. Yes. What's known in the business of eat and drink, uh, I'm pulling a Marco. You're back in, You're back on the horse. It actually gives me great joy that you're drinking again. I'm not. I, you're not drinking? No, I can't until I- Unbelievable. Get, I got to get the Neither okay from the doctor, drinking. right? Yeah. I'm on medication, certain med- medication that doesn't allow me to drink. Yeah. So I'm not drinking. This eat and drink podcast has taken a real hit to its credibility. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. You're on a, a diet plan right now, a way of life, a thirty uh, yeah, day, exactly. a thirty Let's get day the word diet right. out of there. All right. it's, yeah, exactly. Okay. It's a whatever you want to call it. It's a cleanse. It's a it's a something. And and what do I get for it? I get sick. Day Same. day twenty. I know. I know. Day twenty two, and I get sick. So neither week. of us is drinking right now. Yeah. But that so said, gonna stop I'm going to make a drink for the gods. I'm going to actually make the drink. I'll take a little sip of it, yeah, and that's it, and then I'll chuck it out. But just to make the save drink. it so, for uh, save it for your wife. Yeah, but is it does she get to get gonna... like to get loaded in the middle of the day? Not really. I mean, I could. I guess I could. You know what? I will do that. I'll I'll take the ice. I'll remove the ice so it doesn't get watered down once I've made it, and then I will have it for her. Tonight. Yeah, okay. be Put a nice in the guy. fridge. Yeah, I'll I'll do that. That's a good idea. Thank God I'm here to make you look good, huh? You've made me look nothing but bad from the moment I opened my mouth in this podcast today. Um, and we're going to lose Only some today? we're going to lose some listeners from Omaha because of you. No. Yeah. No, not yeah. at all. I asked you what it's like cuz those are my concerns and you painted a nice picture. And then you showed your uh Listen. Italian machismo. Oh, 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 now by you're bringing forgetting you're, you're bringing that my women can be mayors, but otherwise it's all good. I just said that I thought it was a guy. I think the mayor of Little Rock is a guy and his now, don't look him up because that's probably <laughs> No, I honestly think, look up the Little Rock I Bear. I know, okay? buddy. Last time oh, I looked man. something up, it didn't go so well for you. You sure about this? Listen, yes. what's the mayor from uh, Omaha? What's her name? Jean something? Yeah, sure. Sh- Jean, Jean listen, I apologize to you and all the good work you've been doing for that town because I'm really, that city, because I'm really enjoy. I really enjoy coming to visit. On that note, I'm going to start making the drink. So I okay. had a, I had a, uh, Dinner party here on the weekend, and I had some really dear friends of mine come, and we decided to have Thai food. And Ali, we got Thai food from a great Thai restaurant. You know when you get pad Thai sometimes, and it tastes like they just dumped ketchup or something really sugary in the in the preparation of it to make it sweet. This tasted not like that. Good. It tasted Good. proper. 
and I was happy. You know my thing with Pad Thai, right? My, no. I, I had a Malaysian, I co-owned a, That's a, a right. Malaysian Lime. restaurant. Lime, right? Uh, no, it was called Cash and Curry. It right, was, right, uh, Cash and Curry. Time. But yeah, I was running Lime as a catering business. And Cash and Curry was uh, myself and a buddy from Malaysia. So he cooked the Malaysian dishes. I would make a dal soup. I would make samosas, baby samosas, mm. samositas, if you will. Uh, every day I would make these chutneys. And then together, as people come in, we would make a couple of um, fried rice, fried noodle dishes. So I learned how to make pad thai from a Malaysian man who learned how to make it from street hawkers in Malaysia. Two ounces of gin. Two ounces of gin. And uh, yeah, I, when I, I rarely order pad thai for that reason because it's all this sweetened garbage in it. But oddly enough, in Little Rock, Arkansas, you found a good... Thai. No, it was here in Toronto. I had friends over to the house. Unbelievable. I thought Sorry. we saw a little rock. You know why? Because I'm staring at my phone. Oh. Uh, it's a black man. Um, Frank Scott Jr. is his name. Great. And great. he looks exactly like Hannibal Burris in this picture. All right. Which is are, good you, are you cool with that? Will you visit Little Rock? I will. All right. Will, will you vid- visit? Will you viddle? Will I you was ready a- to visit just for that single single rib. Will I you have a single rib? I'm in. <laughs> will you have viddles in Omaha? <laughs> viddles. All right. Uh, one ounce lime juice, one ounce Basil syrup, all right? So uh, I'm making a rickshaw. So what I did for my guests- I love we how were, you go seven ingredients and then say what you're making. Well, because you, you were talking, I was like, I'm going to just start making it because otherwise oh, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. going to take forever. Uh, so what I decided to do, because I was having Thai food for my friends, I was like, yeah. I'm going to make some cocktails that are Thai inspired. They're not necessarily from Thailand, but flavors that I think are going to be reflective of, of Thai, Thailand. So I made a Mai Thai. Has the name Thai in it. Yes. Or my friends had the option. And we've, okay. we've done it. If you want to know how to make a great Mai Tai, we have an episode. Episode. Uh, if you think I would remember that number. 16, uh, let's uh, say. Yeah, yeah, look yeah, it yeah. up. Look it up. You look up Mai Tais. And again, it's not, uh, it's T-A-I, not T-H-A-I. But I bet you could make a Mai Tai, T-H-A-I, mm-hmm. with some, uh, you know, maybe lemongrass or some sort of, uh, you know, chilies, uh, Thai bird's eye chili in there. You could sure, do that. Yeah. Sure. Instead, I made a Mai Tai with T-A-I. You made the real, yeah. Okay. And I made a, what's called a rickshaw, which is what I'm making right now. So, so far, two ounces of gin, one ounce of of basil simple syrup, yeah. one ounce of fresh lime, and I'm going to shake this business up, and then I'm going to... Put it over ice with a cucumber. That's the rickshaw. That's, That's the, the rickshaw. Basil, yeah. basil and gin are critical ingredients. The, the 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 basil and the gin are the two, and the lime. Are, it's it's that simple. Those three ingredients. Sorry, I'm, it's hard to talk while I shake. Uh, <laughs> I Pretty shaky <laughs> voice you had there for a second. <laughs> it was crazy. I usually don't do that. I usually let you talk to me. <laughs> You forgot your rhythm. Uh, I miss gin so much. I bet that's a uh, delicious drink. Oops. It is when I get the cucumber. So that's it. That's the drink. I don't know if you want to take a picture of it. I should put more ice to it, but that's the drink. That's the that's the rickshaw. And they loved it. My friends just drank it up. They loved it. He's taking a picture right now. So my advice to you, if you're having some sort of ethnic cuisine and you're having friends over, look at a drink that would, would go well with that that is in that sort of vein. So that's the... Um, Basil syrup. Basil syrup. You made a lot. You I made it's too in a much. bottle of wine. It's I know. In a I bottle made... of wine. So I was like, when does the wine come in? But it's the basil syrup. Oh, it tastes great. Tastes great. It tastes I great. Bet it does. It tastes great. You would love this. You would love I it. Know. I'm glad I made it when you can't drink it because you would <laughs> love this. If you like a tart drink, uh, I with, do. With a basil sort of finish. Yeah. Rounding it off, it's a great drink. But let's say you don't drink, but you want to try basil syrup. So what are you gonna do? Easy. Take something you can have, like in this case, iced tea. 
Okay. Oh, man, I feel you spilling something coming up really Put soon. Put it in a okay. shaker. Yeah. You're so excited right now. With some ice. You're so about to, you're so about to spill something. I'm not going to spill a fucking thing. <laughs> All right. Marco told me before this episode, he goes, I don't, <laughs> just drop the ice. Just drop the ice. It I wasn't know a spill. It wasn't a spill. It wasn't, but I just know when he's too excited. And he had the nerve to say to me, I don't feel like spilling anything today. As if it's his choice. All right. So. All right. You put some iced tea, iced tea. with, uh, I don't know, 45 cubes of ice. Yeah. So that it's when I shake it, it's going to be nice. I'm yeah. using a different shaker. Now, so is no that iced tea uh, just tea? Did you make it yourself? Yeah. So what I did was I just took a is it sweetened? unsweetened iced tea. Okay. I just put uh, two bags of uh, tea in it, water, let it sit on the counter or in the fridge. Yeah. And then you'll have iced tea. I didn't have to do That's anything amazing. else. I didn't even heat it up. And now the sweetener is the basil syrup. Yeah, in the iced tea. Okay. I'm going to shake it for fun. Do you want to talk while you shake it again, even though you should have learned your lesson from a few minutes ago? No. Nope. Okay, so I'll talk. Okay. Now, you can't have this either because you're not having sugar, right? I'm not. Okay, so I'll have this. Have it. Enjoy your life. Enjoy your goddamn life. No, I'm actually enjoying myself quite a bit. I... Uh, the thing that I'm doing is called the Whole 30. I lose weight. I get focused. I get everything's great. I'm going oh, on a comedy nice. tour for 25 days. Hey, I'm trying to explain something here, okay. Marco. And uh, I just want to be uh, lean on stage and focused in my brain. Is that so wrong? No, it's not. But when you're doing a food and drink podcast, no, it, it makes worry. it ch- a challenge nonetheless. Don't so worry. we're this, coming out of the 30 real quick. Real this quick. is delicious. Yeah. So and the reason I made basil syrup because my basil is going to go. We're at the end of the season. I got a ton of basil. You know, you can only make so much pesto before you go crazy. And so I made basil syrup. A simple syrup is simple to make. Equal parts sugar, equal parts water. I think you gave me this tip. You just boil water in a teapot. Put put a... Did you not get it? It was not me. I'll accept the... This is a great tip. Yeah. How much simpler is this? You get a cup of sugar, put it in a bowl, boil a cup of water in a tea kettle... Put a cup of water in that bowl with that sugar, stir it up. You've got simple syrup. Now, if you're going to add some element to it to flavor it, like in this case, basil, I would recommend do it on the stove. Cup of sugar, cup of water, put in 10 to 15 basil leaves, let it simmer, stir it so that the sugar gets dissolved, and then just let it sit till it cools. And when you've used basil in the past, I've seen you uh, slap the leaf. You slap of the leaf? Yeah. You slap of the leaf. Do you still slap of the leaf? No, I don't slap the leaves. No. Because I want the oils to come out and on their own All right. into the syrup. Strain the leaves out. Put it in a, a craft, a wine bottle, whatever you want. You've got simple syrup. Keep it in the fridge. Good for a week, if not more. And there you go. Bob's that's that's simple syrup the simple way, my friend. It's great. Two drinks I made here, one non-alcoholic with iced tea. You could You could use the simple syrup with soda water, and you'd have a basil simple syrup soda. Beautiful. That's a great, that's a great option, yeah. actually. When I was, uh, other times that I've quit sugar, you get tired of club soda. Yeah. Like the way you were saying you just get tired of basil. Yeah. You're tired of club soda as well. And uh, you just needed something. And then, you know, we'd pour a little bit of like, I don't know, maple syrup in it. Sure. Or just like a little bit of like a pomegranate syrup or, you know, grenadine. Yeah. And it takes so little to give it so much flavor, especially when you're not used to any sugar. Yeah. It's great. What have you been drinking now that you're on your... Your, a lot your, of tea. A lot of a tea. A lot of tea. And you know what? I'm uh, very resentful of this fact. I'll tell you this. So yesterday, I'm at a Lebanese restaurant, one of my favorite restaurants. Lebanese, awesome. I'm not going to name it because I'm about to say something disparaging. Okay. But it, one of my favorites in Toronto, 
and I'm going to have a tea. The tea is four twenty-five. It's a lot for a tea. Sure. Like, whatever. Are they I, making it, like, from scratch? I certainly assume they were, okay. Marco. I certainly assume they okay. were at 425. So I ordered the ginger cinnamon tea. Yum. 425 is not bad. They're going to mash up some sure. ginger. They're going to put a cinnamon stick, maybe yeah. broken into a couple of pieces. That's the way I would do it. Comes to me. It's a tea bag. It's a tea bag with wow. ginger and cinnamon. And by the end, I was like, there's also some goddamn sugar in this tea bag. They put sugar what, in the there's tea some bag? some kind of, it was like uh, either crystallized ginger or what. Right. And then my wife sends me an additional article today. Some tea bags may shed billions of microplastics per cup. Oh, Silken man. bags for premium teas are made of PET or nylon, but it's not known if that poses a health. I mean, it's just, what the, everywhere you go, people are trying to kill you. You know what I mean? Uh, everywhere you go. Anyhow, I'm sorry to hear that. I bet you are. So I, you am. No, I, am. I, I am. No, I am. I am. What What I've found is, uh, so I've, I've been sick the last few days. So just mashing up ginger, pouring some hot water over it, already great. Right. You add a green tea packet to that, or some green tea leaves to that, gives it you know more life. Put a cinnamon stick in there. Put some lemongrass in there. You just make. It's basically flavored water. Right. But it's also when it's warm, it like you know it gives Squeeze you some comfort. lemon in it. Lemon is a great idea. Maybe honey if you're doing that. If you're doing that thing. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm drinking that. I'm drinking a lot of teas. Club soda is always in the mix with a right. lot of lime. I actually really enjoy lemon squeezed into club soda. Okay. And uh, the funny thing is we've made my kids believe that this is an adult drink. Oh. Can I have some? Can I have some? No, it's an adult drink. And then you go, okay, I'll let you have a sip. So now when they drink club soda, they're like, they grab onto that can like nothing is going to, nobody... God himself couldn't rip this can out of my right. hands. I'm drinking this whole thing. They're so excited about club soda. Stupid goofs. Listen, I'm not going to agree with that that <laughs> that technique, but it's it's working oh. it's working out well for it's your kids. It's working out well. They think it's a treat. It's Listen, club soda for God's sake. When I was a kid, my dad would make wine in the home. Yeah, and it was always there for me if I ever wanted it, and I never wanted it because it was always there. I was like, eh. right. Wine, but then whatever. you did meth for about five. Years. Well, because so it wasn't not, in the home, right? Exactly. So I've had my mother. So these been are cooking issues. Meth. I mean, it's not a fu- it's not a foolproof <laughs> plan. Oh, I don't mean to make fun of people who are getting off uh, substances like that, or but getting on it for that matter. Stop making fun. Just stop. <laughs> God, it's hot in here. All I'm, right, I'm, it, I'm, I think I'm. Uh, how is that tea, word? by the way? It's amazing. That's good. also what's making it hot good, in here. Good, good. It's yeah. a green Costco tea, Kirkland Lake brand. I uh, will never lower myself to drink this garbage again. Yeah, I'm a moment just ago was fantastic. I'm you know, it's amazing. All right, all right. Let's go to your <laughs> segment. Let's go to the food part because all I did was get disparaged throughout my my segment. We're going to go to yours. I challenge you to disparage me during this. All right, open this door and let me out so I can get you something nice to eat. Okay. All right, you got your you got your food. Oh, no, no, no. You're about to get your food, my friend. That's uh, I'm so excited for you. Listen, well, I'm, I wanted to focus on squash. Oh, okay. Okay. It well, is uh, fall. Fall. Here. Yeah. It is getting a little cooler. Yeah. It is Canada where we are. This looks like what my mother, this looks, if you put this in front of me and I didn't know better, I would think my mother made it. That's okay. how my mother okay. made it. Okay. And you know what? That's a compliment yeah. to me. I don't know. I don't know if you're trying to take a dig no, no, right now. No, no, no. Because if you're trying to be a jerk. No. But I take that as a compliment. Yeah, yeah. No, my mother, the only difference is she might add pasta to it to make an minestrone. But that's, that's the only, but she would often make it like this too. With squash as well? Yeah, yeah. In the spring, squash flowers. Yes. In the in the fall, squash. Yeah, yeah. That's so squash mean, all squash the time. Yeah, squash yeah. all the time. Basically, squash blossoms. I guess is what you. Yeah, call yeah, them. yeah, yeah. yeah. I anyway, really sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt blossom. you with my mother's no, 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 version. No, 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 not at all. Go for it. I like it. it. Um, yeah. Here's the thing. 
I think a lot of people that will get squash, the only thing they'll do is roast it. Please help yourself, okay. brother. So the only thing they'll do is roast it, and then it's like, yeah, we, we you know, I, I grated ginger on it, or I. Uh, what is in this? It's fantastic. What is that? See, what is the flavor? See, what is see? that? What is that sweet flavor? <laughs> what what it. is it? I'll go through no. it with you, and no sweetness added, right? No, but I'm what is sugar. it? Is it the? Sh- is it the? It's, is it the? It, wait, wait, wait. Let me guess. Is it the onion? Is it the white onion? It's some. Uh, there's some onion. In okay. It. What it's, is it? It's hang a on, combination hang on. of things. Oh, it's it's the squash for it's sure. The squash. It's the squash. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but there's something else. Nutmeg. Wait, let me finish eating. Go on. Go on. It's delicious. Buddy, you're... Folks, I had one spoonful. I almost have a tear in my eye. That's how good it is. Are you going to put the recipe on? Because I I often put up the episode assuming you're going to put the recipe on. Yeah. And then you forget and it just says to be announced or I write something silly and that's how it stays. The squash is called a honey nut squash. Mm-hmm. They are small. They look exactly like these uh, these uh, big, um, what do you call the butter butternut squash? Yeah. But it's a small one, and it is called a honey nut squash. So we order once in a while, once a month, twice a month, we order from this uh, delivery service, right? So I don't want to order stuff that I can easily get right. anywhere. Sometimes, and, and somebody just, to, you know, I'll get a two-pound, five-pound bag of beets. I'll get right. the squash. So we ordered some squash. A lot of people I know, it's just roasting, and then they get excited. We put we drizzle maple syrup right. or ginger on it. That's great. But squash is so much more, and squash in soups. So I kept it in chunks, as you yeah. can see. You can also take a hand blender to your soup and have like a squash puree or a velouté. Fantastic. Yeah. So this soup. What does velouté mean? Velouté is a, also like velvety. a Velvety. It's a yeah, French yeah, word yeah. for it. Yeah, And you can, it's, it's a little, it's not a thick puree, but mm. it's a creamy, velvety puree, okay. basically. So this, this soup. First things, every ingredient counts in this thing. So yes. the first thing is, um, I use my old Le Creuset, right? Yeah, my, yeah we talked a, about a it. Heavy, a heavy uh, bottomed pan or you a You think Dutch they'd oven. be a sponsor of our show? You think? You think? You think? You think? How much love do I have to give you people? So, they got money they got to money. burn that <laughs> French company. Burn okay. some our way. Okay, uh, La Creuset. Let's, let's not okay, be let's disparaging go. in our approach here because it could still happen. You shit on Omaha for the first 20 minutes of Omaha's this show. Omaha's not sponsoring the show ever. I'm Omaha sh- Omaha Steaks. They have I money. They them. should sponsor our I show. I okay, okay. That's right. Anyways, go on. La Creuset. I'm just going to eat. First of all, you... <laughs> Savage. You say le, le I say la. Yeah, I bet la you cruzetta, do. boom. And God forbid if I use the wrong uh, gender in uh, Italian, you would be all over that. All over it. Okay. Huh? If I turned a piccolo into a piccola, you'd be like, what the hell are you doing, buddy? Stop it. it and what be... if I did it when I was talking about a South Asian? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'd, uh, I'd ask you to excuse is yourself and go for a walk. Is... Okay. There, there is. is. Okay. There is. Yeah. There's, uh, exactly. Okay. That's why I understand French so well. So anyway, you get this a nice heavy bottom pot out. But the key is for me to have a good quality stock. Your soup, like the way a sandwich is as only as good as your bread, yep. your soup will only reach those heights of delicious flavor if you have a great stock. Yeah. So my stock is chicken, organic chicken bones. We roasted a chicken with those bones. You know, we put... Uh, uh, um, it wasn't leeks, but like green onions, kale stalk, carrots, onions, so some standard stuff, but then also some star anise, some cinnamon Beautiful. sticks, some ginger. So it's a very flavorful chicken stock yep. that I have. You can make a vegetable stock. You can make a fish stock, beef, bones, whatever you want. That's what this was. So you saute onions and garlic, okay? You put in this sausage. So that sausage is a wild boar sausage. Okay, okay. Zero uh, filler. 
zero, um, uh, what do you call it, wheat of any kind. Right, right. It's, it went zero bullshit in the zero wobble. bullshit. I gotta say this. Wa- the, I wanted to say how great the sausage was. Yeah. And I was like, this is lean. Like, this is not a, uh, there's, it's not a fatty sausage that I'm eating no, here. So I was like, exactly. I knew it wasn't lamb because I don't love lamb. Mm. But I knew it wasn't beef or pork because it had a more substantial, flavorful quality to it. And now that you tell me it's wild boar, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I should have put a blindfold on for you with the wild boar, huh? You, how do you pronounce wild boar? The way I, you just pronounce it and the way that I just pronounce See, it. See, I pronounce it chignale. All right, that's how I. How anyway, I the wild right. boar and uh, and my, the squash my Tuscan, go in early. My, my Tuscan friends will be laughing at that joke. Okay, uh, good. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. Do niche jokes for like point one percent of the population. Damn and then uh, and then uh, thyme, fresh thyme goes on that, and that just stir fries for a little bit, sautés, onions, garlic, squash, boar, thyme, and then I like that you're not shy with the way you cut. That's cabbage. Cut your veg veggies yeah. and stuff. That uh, yeah. to me, well, that's it's a rustic soup. This thing. It's right? a, it's that's the way this soup should be. Yeah, that's cabbage. Fantastic. Yeah. So then, once it's cooking, you add the uh, chicken stock in, and then later on, you got a flavorful soup. Now you add cabbage, right? Thinly sliced cabbage because you don't. It doesn't need a lot of time to cook. You add spinach or kale. And you add uh, those uh, for color, but also for flavor, the sweet pepper. You, I don't know if you've got any of yeah, those. Yeah, I got sweet it. It's fantastic, pepper, right? Yeah, it's great. I think all those things together make for a phenomenal soup. And otherwise, you really just need, I put some chili flakes at the base. Thank you. Uh, and I, I put salt. Now, if you want, you can garnish it with, uh, you know, julienne ginger, cilantro, pepitas. Yes. You know, you can put pumpkin uh, seeds. Pumpkin yes. seeds there. Um, that's all great. But this soup, man. Okay, my friend, let me ask you this for our listeners who are like, okay, he talks about making a good stock. Yes. You've just had a chicken, an organic chicken. Yeah. What are you doing with those bones? Are you freezing them to use at a later time to make your stock? Can you do that? Or do you feel you have to, once once you've picked the the meat off the bone or whatever you've eaten, you're going to make that stock right away? What is the advice you would give to our listeners? Because they're probably thinking, it's easier for me to go just to the store and buy a chicken stock and start with that. Which, you know what? If you're going to do that, that's great. If the the name of the game is flavor and it almost always is, then do that if that's what you got to do. It's just going to have a ton of, chances are it's going to have a ton of salt in it. And extra ingredients. Yeah. That's right. For me, it really goes on my own energy. Okay. If I have energy left after a night of, you know, eating dinner sure. and stuff, yeah, let's just put it's it's so hands off. Right. But what I've also been doing for a week's time yeah. is in a container in my fridge keeping sort of, you know, the onion peels, unused onion. Yeah. Not not the skin, but right. like onion outside of an onion. The kale stalks, where I've used kale, I t- take the stalks, I put them in the sure. same container. When I peel carrots, I take the uh, peeled carrot, I put that in there. So all these different things, um, you know, we bought a, a head of fennel, so the parts of the fennel we didn't use, yeah. the fennel was in there. The ass of the too. fennel, like you the cut the- ass yeah. of the fennel yeah. was also in there. Great. Um, stems of uh, cilantro. Sure. So that thing has probably been sitting for like maybe four days but you're, because you're, I know I'm going to have chicken stock. You're soon. keeping in the fridge or the freezer all these ingredients? That's fridge. Fridge. But can you keep the bones in the freezer? Let's Absolutely. say you and I, we yeah. have a beautiful chicken dinner. We yes. got the bones, organic chicken. And I'm like, next weekend, I'm making my stock. Absolutely. Okay. And you certainly should do that. If it's going to be a week, sure. Of course. No, you can't keep it in the fridge for, for a week. Because of my own restaurant experience, mm-hmm. I imagine this, this is the reason, and my own sort of like anal retentiveness in yeah. the kitchen- I get I'm I'm very hyper aware of the inventory in my fridge. Sure. Right? So I'm like, okay, hey, that's going soon, that's going, this needs to be used. Uh 
you know, by day three of me getting a bunch of kale stock and onion and carrots in a container, I'm already planning tomorrow I'll get that chicken out of the freezer, yep. we'll roast it, and we'll roast it, and then I'll make a stock. So I'm these are the kind of like calculations I'm doing. Now, people who have like full 10-hour-a-day jobs don't have the liberty sure. to do that. I understand that. So, yeah, freezing stuff like that is a great idea. But that stock is really what's going to make your soup feel that nourishing, homely, comfort food vibe. That That's where that comes from. Okay, so how many ingredients went into this? I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say 12. 12. Off the top of my okay. head. Yeah, yeah. Now, you could do it with less, obviously. You could do it with less. Or you could even do it more. Like you were saying, like you could add um, cilantro, you could add a bunch sure. of things. Sure, and that... in fact, a lot of people might be inclined to uh, add like uh, black beans sure. or uh, wild rice or barley or stuff like that. Pastina. Little, little like short your, pasta. Like yeah, there sure, you go. Sure, yeah. knock yourself out if you want to. I feel now this this soup is also dictated by the whole thirty thing, right? Right. Okay. So everything is whole thirty approved in there. So I don't have any wheat right. or beans of any kind. No orzo, nothing. Nothing. Okay. And of course, I probably would have. Let's be honest. Right. Orzo in that be amazing. Right. Orzo would be probably my top choice. Okay. And if I didn't have sausage, black beans in that would be amazing. Now here's something else that I'm gonna say. If your kids are sensitive or picky when it comes to seeing their veggies yeah. in here, but you still want to provide them with this wholesome, hearty soup, yeah, take a, what do you call it, like a rice mill or like you take something, even a uh, hand, blender. hand blender, blend it so it's smooth and they can't see the little chunks of cabbage or the little chunks of whatever, and then feed it to them, boom. Instead of going to, you know, oh, they don't like the soup, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get chicken fingers out of the freezer and put that. Make it so that it's more palatable for them. If that means grinding it up, eventually, as they get older, you would hope that they can get past uh, that and have it. That's as a it great is. tip. Yeah. Also, uh, beat your kids. I think is another one. Well, but listen. also, if you have pieces of sausage and stuff like that in there, you're not going to grind the sausage. No, no, the not the blender, sausage. Right? But, but yes, I just want to. Do yeah. your kids eat this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Look, we are, we just don't give a choice. Right. We just okay. don't give a choice. Yeah. That's it. That yeah. was my household too. It's yeah. like you don't like well, it. That's I wanna, fine. This one, I want to. I'm trying to raise these kids in a 1970s household as far as food goes. Okay. Just eat everything. What's for dinner? Dinner's for dinner. Don't worry about what's for dinner. Right. Why? So you can worry about it for three hours. Just come here at dinner time. Not even asking you to help one bit. Just come here, sit and eat. That's your only there you job. Go. Easy Ooh, for you to getting, say. Yeah, exactly. Okay. No, no. I want to say this is that. this is fantastic. Thank you. Brother. Not everything you do pleases me. Come on. Whether it be food wise or just speaking, existing, you're a <laughs> no, monster. No. Honestly, honestly, it's fantastic. So you will hopefully see the recipe on our show notes. Uh, How delinquent do you think I am? You're very you're see that. People are going to see the recipe. I want to share this. I want people to have this. And I want to hear from people about how they made it. And what do you do different? What do you do with your soup that maybe we didn't mention that we can talk about on our show? You might remember we had a show, a mini episode a couple weeks ago about pineapple on pizza. Yeah. A lot of people responded that they also like green olives on that pizza with the pineapple. And other people responded saying those people are uh, horrifying, uh, disgusting human beings. But hey, man. Takes 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 a lot of us. Listen, to make the world I'm not go a green olive on pizza or black olive on pizza fan, but if it floats your boat, go for it. Do you like olives on your pizza? Yeah, I have no problem with uh, that. Heathen. Okay, what can Do I say? Do you like olives? Nah, take or leave. So then, who the Did hell you... are you to give your opinion? Opinion. Opinion about olives. Do on you a like pizza? warm olives? Served you warm, or do you like them just? I'll, as take, is? I'll take them both. I really, okay. really enjoy olives. Pitted or not. 
I mean, I'll tell you one thing. Okay. I'm okay when I'm eating them with my hands. If they have a pit, fine. Yeah. However, Uh-oh. there's this Italian tradition of keeping pitted olives on pizza, which I think is the stupidest thing. Or in your bread. No, no. In your bread. If you go to Italy and you order all and you order yeah. olive bread, make sure your dental shirt insurance is like up to date. Yeah, how because, moronic because the, is that? No. Please. Please That's the way the olive is. You know what? If I have to explain it, you'll never understand. But here's here. <laughs> you know here's what? You know what? If I'll never understand you explaining it, that's because it's stupid no. and, and shouldn't be done. No, because the flavor of an olive on the pit is different than when you pit it because it is intact. It is tastier. It is better. And why should I pit it just because you are so... Delicate that you can't pick your olives. Yeah, olives. I can't eat a pizza. I can't having eat a, a conversation, taking a bite. All of a sudden, crack your. I mean, Jesus. Eat your Christ. fucking food. Stop with this I distraction. Knew I right? knew as soon as I mentioned something Italian. No, because be if you're eating a hundred percent defensive mode, over if you're here. eating a pizza that has right full in olives and on tell it, us if you think Italians who do this are idiots. Please it's a quality write in pizza and tell us. If you think it's uh, ridiculous that olives would the not tastiest, be pitted when they're in bread or on a pit. The tastiest part of the olive is around the stone or the pit. That's why, Yeah, and that's why I suck on that pit when I eat it. And do you fingers. have an opportunity to suck on that pit if it's been pitted on your pizza? No. I rest my case, Your Honor. I rest uh, my there's case. There's no Your Honor, and that, I, that, that was the worst case I've ever heard. All right. Well, let's get to... <laughs> yeah, I do have a chance. Of course, I could take it off the pizza and suck on it then, but I want the flavor of the olive in the pizza, too. And, and you're saying you don't get it because there's no, a No, because i got to take it off, and there's a pit. No, no, no. You don't got to take it off. You take a bite, and then you swirl that, that olive in oh, your mouth. Oh, with the they're... cheese and the bread yeah, and yeah, the pit. Just extra yeah. challenges on the... Jesus Should Christ. I puree your pizza and serve it in a bag? Is <laughs> that how you want it? Is that... Yeah, yeah. You're that's, the puree yeah. guy. You just suggested for purees kids. for the children. For the kids. You're acting like a baby. <laughs> okay. Okay. Speaking of acting like a baby, you know what's next. It's the part I hate the most. Yeah, here we go. What's in Marco's mouth? That's right. What's in Marco's mouth? It's nothing dirty. Really guessing, really messing. Let's find out. What's in Marco's mouth? Shit, I put it on top of the headphones. Okay, I can't see anything. Can you not? No, I can't see anything. Okay. Plus, my right. eyes are closed. All right, here we go. It's uh, it's going to be in a spoon. Okay. Uh, so, are, are you... Well, pu- no, I'm going to put it in your hand. Put your hand out. Okay. The fussing you do when something touches your lips. I hope it's yeah. an olive with a pit in it. <laughs> I hope you crack your tooth on it. That's what I hope. Okay, so it's, it's, it's grainy. It's small. Uh, it feels like a seed of some sort. It's very uh, smooth. No discernible scent. Oh, it's sweet. Oh. Oh, I love these. This is my favorite. This is aniseed covered in candy like they serve you at uh, at uh, South Asian restaurants when you leave with a little bowl and uh, a spoon. 100%. 100%. Don't forget, 100%. And don't forget about the urine uh, yeah, yeah. samples. Yeah, yeah. I can taste that, the urine in this. You can taste the urine. You got it, buddy. 100%, right? You got I it, knew. Buddy. Oh, my God. It was fantastic. <laughs> it was. The, this is... You mentioned that you love that thing, and I was like, let me see if you can, if you can even recognize it in a blind taste yeah. test. Yeah, this was the easiest. This was <laughs> like the like, like an I've angel. I've never heard you say 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. I, I, I know this flavor. What are these called? What are these well, called? Well, it's, it's fennel seed or it's anise seed, No, but what's say. it called in... Uh, uh, sugar-coated candle, uh, fenouil, edulcoré, or it's called sanf. 
uh, sonf is the word for fennel. Sonf. Sonf. S-O-N-F. S-A-U-N-F. Okay. And this is in what language? This is in Hindi. Hindi. In Urdu. In Urdu. uh, Punjabi as well, sonf. It's all going to be sonf. It's all sonf. And sonf is candied or sonf is not Mm. candied. Even not candied sonf, just without the candy shell. It's still sonf. It's still uh, a breath freshener at the end of the meal. It's a digestive. It's a breath freshener. That's right. It's colorful. It's wonderful. Yeah. I don't care if there's urine on it. I I disagree with your urine theory on this because People it's in a bowl. Bathroom. No, but it's in a bowl with a spoon. You think everybody's using the spoon? Yeah, yeah. You think my people are not going in with their hands thinking like, ah, ghar ki baat hai. Ghar ki baat hai means uh, it's all in the family. It's all in the family. And they... Uh, but you can live in your world. You can live in your, uh, your your sheltered world where you believe that nobody dips their urine fingers on the fennel-coated candy, but, uh, but that's not the real world. Listen, how much actual urine gets on it that it's going to... Oh, traces, tra- traces, traces. A little, talking about? Listen, a little trace. a trace bit of even? urine on your yeah. food isn't going to kill you. No. Listen, urine or not, I love those things. Yeah. Sof. Yeah. And if you haven't sof, had them... Candied sof, fennel, co- uh, sugar-coated fennel, uh, they're multicolored. Mm-hmm. They're uh, they're a party. They're a party. I would now, say. do you have that in the home, or did you buy it specially? No, we have that in the home. And when would you serve it? Like, would you have it in the bathroom so that it's closer to the urine, and and you can just get it on the for rail? sure, for sure. <laughs> you want it as close to the bathroom as possible. Otherwise, what's the point, right? <laughs> People are gonna this hate is... me. This episode, everyone's gonna hate me and love you. Okay. No, 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 no. We're both monsters. Okay, please. People know that. Um, this is for my kids. Oh, really? Yeah, this is like, can we have a junk? Can we have a junk? Can we have a junk? Is like, we hear it every single night. And some nights it's like, no, you have fruit. Some nights it's like, okay, you can have like a square of Cadbury chocolate Mm. or whatever. And some nights it's like, how about sonf? You want sonf? Yes. So if I'm at your house and and you've made me a meal, I'm not going to see sonf at the end of the meal. On some ice cream. You know what? Like, I think you will. Okay. I think you will because you put it in my head now. Okay. But otherwise, no, you wouldn't have. I wouldn't think to go there because I don't eat it. Why don't you eat it? I don't know. I would have the one without candy. I like. I just uh, you'd have plain salt. I would have plain salt. Okay, but where could you use this other than in a bowl? You know, you could you could grind it up as a as a garnish. You okay. could mortar and pestle, or just do a quick zap in a uh, in a small blender, mm-hmm. and you could use it as a garnish on some kind of a dessert. Yeah, that wouldn't be the worst thing. No, it wouldn't at all. Right on. A, like um, I used to make these creme brulees. So uh, a cardamom-infused creme brulee mm-hmm. or a mango car- creme brulee. So like with Indian flavor. And imagine that with a little dusting. At the end? Of this. Yeah, 100%. Dusting. That's a great yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Some more than just. I'm back in the dessert game, baby. There you go. You never make me desserts. That's all I'm going to say. I love I know, desserts. I gotta... You never. You always talk about this mango creme brulee that you make, blah, blah. You made it once, blah, blah, blah. Time, yeah. You never make it. You never make it okay. for me. Okay. We're going to change things well, around. And what drink do you want me to make you? When, where, when? When oh, you're just done in your, life? When you're done your your 30. Because I've oh, made a bunch of like, cocktails. You know what this is? This what? is like when a couple has those intimate moments and they go, honey, what what do you what do you like about the way that I have, that I pleasure you? What do you not like? And it's like, it's too much. You know, it's so intimate. <laughs> sure. We're in this small booth. We're both sweating and smiling and looking at each other. Like, what, do you, what do you want me to make you? <laughs> okay. I'll figure it out. You know, it, can it be tequila based? Yes. I want to get back into the yes. tequila game. All right, uh, as quickly as we possible. were talking. You know what? We'll save that for the an episode. We'll do a tequila based episode where we talk about different kinds of tequilas. Yeah. what you like and um, oh, I forgot the name of it. George uh, Clooney's uh, no, Casamigas. No, no, I was thinking of uh, what's the tequila, the smoky tequila. It's called something else. It's mezcal. 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 Thank you. Uh, yeah. So, which one of us is going to talk about tequila? You are, and I'm like just going to drink. Okay, no, right. no, no, no. <laughs> It just escaped my mind. All right, folks. All right. 
I hope you enjoyed the show. There were ups, there were downs. Uh, everything that is said on the show is with love, except for uh, when Marco uh, disrespected women uh, by not thinking that they were mayors of towns yet. But otherwise, everything is love, and we love that you're uh, listening. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, I'm Ali Hassan. I'm Marco Tempano. Until we eat again. We hope you got your fill of Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Tempano. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Eat Drink. Email them your cocktail and food suggestions to podcasteatdrink at gmail.com. Until the next episode, bottoms up.